Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are trying to steal the Hourglass of Eternity, but first, they're stealing a junkyard from goblin slavers. But will Doddle's body, a goblin terrorist, make it harder to free the other goblins? Will Quinny's powers work the way Baba Yaga has promised? And will Butthole lend Juniper the money to get out of her damned armor? Find out next on Dumb Dumbs and Dragons. And that's when the gang decided to get into the junkyard business. I'll toss this uh, repeating crossbow over to Jerry because he must know how to use it. He gets it and it's just like that classic cocks it twice, like loads up two bolts. It's nice to have you back, Stella. So what do you think? We wait till nightfall and we take a junkyard? Yeah, nightfall would be good. Can we just make a little stop before we head to the junkyard? Where? Butthole, if, if you wouldn't mind coming with me to a curiosity shop. To help deal with my armor. Yeah, sure. We'll do that out of the way. So with your plan to do shopping and murder in mind, uh, you set <laughs> off towards the junkyard. What is your plan of attack? You know that the junkyard has a makeshift wall around it. Doddle, you were able to determine that there was magic infused in the wall at various points. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell what it was, but you could tell it was there. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what's in the workshop that's at the back end of the yard. Mm-hmm. I imagine we got to scout out what these magical alarms are if we want to get in. So we could probably have Quinny because he's super sneaky and Doddle because you're our best magic person. Maybe try to scout those out before we even move in. I can dispel it. Perfect. Okay, so Quinny and Doddle are on making us a hole in the fence so we can get in. Then we go in and murder. Th- I don't uh, really know what the plan is after wh- we're inside other I, than murder. What I would like to do is I've been missing Oddle a real great deal. So I'd like, if you guys want to go to this curiosity shop, I'll maybe like find a little alleyway or something and bring my buddy Oddle. And then they can scout it out and I can go in the brain and they can see what's up. Sure. Do you want to just do it here rather than going to an alley? Well, there's a much better spot. We've been friends for a few hours now. And yeah. if you have another friend, I'd like to meet them. Yeah, that's all great. Okay. okay so I'll we'll make to, tea. We'll go to the curio shop. Jerry, yeah. we'll do the curio shop, but maybe you should come with Doddle when she's ready because we might be able to send you in and just, if we can, smuggle the goblins completely out of the yard so then when the murder happens, there's no goblins at risk. Okay, yeah, that sounds good to me. Wait, yeah. you're not going to put them in the bag, are you? No, no, no. You, I mean, literally, oh. you guys can stand there or you could help us brutally murder your oppressors. Up to you. That does sound good. All right, cool. I'm in. So we'll go curio shop. You'll meet us at the curio shop when you're done? I'm going to be here 
there for about an hour. So yeah, that sounds good. Okay, and then we'll go and we'll do our scout once it's like fully dark. Doddle's going to take a little cupcake out of her bag and like crumple <laughs> it up and make a little circle with the crumbs and then sit in the middle and stick a big thing of incense right in the middle and light it up and then she's going to meditate. Old Three-Eyed Owl makes tea. He comes out with two cups and he sees you meditating. He's like, oh. He does that like awkward, <gasps> like I walked in on someone meditating thing. It's like, and ah, kind of freezes where he's standing, holding the two teacups. And then I just point at Jerry. And he extends the teacup and the two of them cheers silently and enjoy their tea. Smash cut to the curiosity shop. You arrive. Heywood Jablonski is just about to close up shop, but she knew to expect you. So she says, oh, uh, this is your friend Butthole? Yes, it is. I really thought that was fake. I'm, I'm sorry, sir. I thought you were fake. That happens to the best of us. <laughs> I mean, really, who is real? When you get into the philosophy of it. Uh, and oh, then tell I, me about it. My therapist. Oh, boy. It's good that you're in therapy. I think that's something that has a lot of stigma surrounding it, and it should be treated a lot more positively. It's I would agree. A natural part of life. You know, yeah, it just right? it helps. I like this guy. So what are we? the fuck are we doing here, Juniper? <laughs> so I saw Haywood earlier today, and uh, she said that she could destroy my armor or maybe take the curse off of it. Yeah, I got to use some, uh, some expensive components, but I think you can help your friend out. I mean, obviously, she didn't read the sign. There should be one below it that's just like, I told you so, and you could show it to oh, me. Oh, hey, I got that one around back. <sighs> nice. Yeah, with an I hate Mondays sign. I don't like that one as much, but, you know, they compliment each other. That's pretty good. Okay, so we got to get it off, I I guess. Yeah, yeah. So uh, again, pretty expensive components. I can get it off your friend for 2K or I, I can remove the curse for five. I look down at Goblin Jr. because the armor's on loan. Are you okay with that? Or do you want us to look after it? Like uh, one one paw, I don't give a shit, break it. Two, don't hey, break like my he stuff. He puts his paw up but kind of like shakes it back and forth like, I don't know if I need it 5,000. Okay, that's... Snarf, 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 snarf. I and then he kind of like licks his own armor that, of course, was made with master tools. And he's like, I mean, snarf, snarf. It's true. You don't really need an upgrade, especially not if it's cursed. Snarf. Here's the thing. Like, we all know that this is going to be a haggle because you're going to say it's 2,000 and I'm going to say 500. And we're going to go back and forth and it's just going to go so long. So why don't we both just save ourselves some time and we meet in the middle and we'll say 1,200. It's going to cost $2,000 worth of components for me to do this. So you're just going to do it for free? She scared the shit out of me, dude. Have you seen her face? Her spooky face? She's like Jake Busey. <laughs> Every time she dies, it's just like a spooky monster that I have to touch. Oh. It's not nice. That's hurtful. <laughs> I'm just joking. It's cool. Okay. I don't think he's joking. I mean, look at me. And you'd like look at me in my like weird melted candle face, <laughs> burn scars over my whole body. And I'm like, I'm like that, that scar from uh, yeah, Quinny like the scar the from Quinny back. Like I am the ugliest version of a build your own character in any existing <laughs> video game. Like you just gotta you gotta accept that like jokes about your appearance are jokes about appearance, and don't let them hurt you. Otherwise, they suggest you're not okay with it. Like I'm sorry, I didn't know you were sensitive about your beauty face. It's just not many people. People get to see that face. Well, no, no, I feel kind of special. All right. You know what? You guys seem like good folks. I'll do it for uh, 1800. I'm taking a bit of a loss, but I understand your plight. And, you know, cursed armor sucks. Butthole. All right. Yeah, we'll do it. Oh, uh, thank you. So I take out the money so Juniper will stop dying. <laughs> this is a low, low price for the not fatality of my friend. She opens a drawer and pulls out kind of a very ornate case. And she says, uh, listen, uh, you're going to want to stand real still. And she opens it and there are a bunch of cockroachy creatures in it. And she just throws the box on your armor and they begin to immediately eat away at it. Just stay real still. I can't stop smiling. Like, this is <laughs> so great. I love nature. <laughs> Juniper, I'm going to give you one point of inspiration for the utter joy you feel these bugs devouring your armor. They're beautiful. Uh, and when they're done, she goes, she has kind of a tear in her eye. She's like, they really are, aren't they? And then she uh, gathers them back into the box and says, all right. 
right. I hope you feel better now. Thank you for showing me your true face. I hope by helping you out, I've, I've shown you mine too. Thanks, Haywood. You're a good gal. Ah, thanks. Thank you, Haywood. Yeah, I mean, do you got anything on sale we'd want to look at? Well, what do you need? Uh, I'm pretty flexible, like hammers. I'm sort of a hammer guy, but I mean, anybody else short on anything? I mean, Juniper might need some new armor now that we got this cursed turd gone. My chainmail's in your bag of holding. Yeah, well, do you want to see if there's something nicer? Well, if there's something nicer. Oh, sure. there we go. She can sell you basically plus one armor. What's that going to set us back from a lady Juniper over here? The plus one armor will be 2,500 gold. Would you accept some dragon bile? Yeah, that's that's what I feed the termites. 2,500 worth of dragon bile then? I mean, it's not worth 2,500. Dragon bile? Yeah. What if it also included some copper wiring? Wow, you guys know the way to a gal's heart. How All much right, access listen. do you have to Dragon Bile? She seems this, happy. We don't need to pick a fight okay, about Dragon Bile right now. It's just surprising. You ever heard of the Dragon Farms? No. There are Dragon Farms? Oh, yeah. People just drain the bile right out oh. of them. Ugh. No, it's it's a very disgusting practice, and I, I am against like, it. Oh. That's why you got it by free range. After the Great Clyde, we are freeing this dragons. I agree. Season 10. Um... Cool. So she will give you the armor for 500 with the bile and the copper wire. I'll go in on it with you. Okay. Oh, thanks. It's going to so worth it. Juniper, congratulations. You now have plus one armor. Yay. <laughs> it was 500. Juniper, you had what, 219? Yeah, 219. I'll cover the other 300. So you'll Thank still have you. some gold. I think we're good. Great. So we smash cut back to Al's apartment where Doddle, in the center of your circle, a creature begins to take shape. Uh, what kind of creature are you summoning Otl as? I'd like to summon her as a little rat. A rat forms kind of out of the ether, and I was like, oh, I thought I dealt with my rat problem. Hang on, hold my tea. And he hands it to Jerry, and he, he, he goes for a broom. No, 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 this is my friend. And I pick Otto up, and I'm like, hi, buddy. How you been? How was the fate realm? It's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have so many questions. <laughs> and I probably have answers. <laughs> so anyway, we don't make it to the curiosity shop. <laughs> Because that's what's happening. Okay, then we're at the yard and we just sort of like wave Quinny forwards to look around while we wait for Dot. Oh, it's already dark. Well, that's your favorite kind of ice cream? Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, fuck, we're just going. Like, Let's go. And then I run clutching on all in my hands. I'm like, hi, guys. I'm sorry. I'm late, but there was a very exciting new development. This is Otto. Hello. Can we hear it talking? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, it's just a rat staring at you. You found a rat. You should really wash your hands. No, Jer- this is Otto. This is this Jerry, is did, you, did you help her catch this rat? No, I was just drinking tea. Oh, it's familiar. Otto, introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Otto. Can I cast speak with animals? Sure. Otto? Hey! Oh, hi. I'm Juniper. <laughs> oh, hey, Juniper. It's oh, nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you, too. Oh, man. Donald made so many new friends. This is my favorite thing, my friends meeting my other friends. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Anyway, Otto, can you do me a favor? Yeah. I'm going to go into your brain real quick. Is that okay? Do yeah, you consent sure. to that? Yeah, that's cool. Okay, I'm going to go into your brain, and I'm going to need you to scout out this junkyard, because we're going to be freeing some slaves today. Is that okay? Fuck yeah, let's do it. Just right. <laughs> Only hearing half this conversation, I'm still like, remember, we need to check the wards on the outside rather than immediately running across them and triggering the alarm like well, we need you to trigger if it's just a rat it's just a little rat here's why i'm concerned you were supposed to be the expert on whether or not it would trigger it you haven't looked and you're like probably not a rat <laughs> quinny have you seen anything i'm gonna say it's magical that's all i know i'm not the rogue wow this <laughs> doddle is this all fell on my shoulders pretty quick huh? well, right. say, i don't know anything about traps i just know if, if i cast a spell magic on the wall. Would that dispel all the magic of all the wall? Because it says pick an object. I would definitely give you this chunk of wall. Do we want to just do a 
chunk of wall. I think that makes I sense. We, we can we figure out a way through it once it's dispelled. I rub my hands together a little bit and put them on the wall, and there's no more magic. It's very anticlimactic because you're like, uh, yeah. And then it's happening, I promise. Yeah, you just hear like a click in your head, and you're like, oh, I guess that's it. I did it. Okay, Otto, it's your time to shine, buddy. Are you ready? All right, hop in. Hey, woo! And then I like put him on the wall and then just like fall over. <laughs> so now you're inside Otto, you've got Otto vision. Um, so you kind of skitter down the wall. You start very quickly skittering across the ground. You can hear the sounds of tools and clanging and building. Then from around the edge of the workshop, you see a large hound that looks very excited to see you. Hello, friends. It is I, Reginald, local hero who's never run away or been afraid even once. I'm here to tell you how you can contribute to the Horde or our fortress or whatever. They told me I had to do this, and if I don't... I could die. So let me tell you exactly what you can get. You can get an opportunity to contribute in a way that doesn't require you to risk your life, but keeps me risking mine. I did not approve this script before I read it. Uh, apparently, if you chip in $15 a month, you get the ability to contribute new names to NPCs and characters and locations that can appear in this show. And then some of them might be my friend. Well, that's very good. I need more friends. And some of them might try to kill me, which is just fine. Up to you. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Join today. You can contribute. Plus, there's ad-free feeds, apparently, in some kind of community. Please, just don't send scary things. Can you roll me a dexterity save, please? Okay. 14. 14? Okay. The dog is closing on you, but you're able to kind of dart away from it and kind of through a crack in the wall into the workshop. Okay. So inside the workshop, it's sort of dimly lit. A number of work tables, sort of large, heavy machinery, and just a bunch of the jerrys just working away. It's just the jerrys? That you can see, yes. Okay. I'm going to look around a bit more. Was there any other building? No, it's just the giant workshop that said you're looking at sort of a large room. There's a set of stairs against the far wall, and there's kind of like one of those offices that's kind of up on the second floor that overlooks the floor with some lights on. Is there any way that I can get up to that office? I mean, yeah, you're a rat. You can just kind of skitter up the stairs. You run up the stairs. Through the door, you can see it's an office. There's a bunch of crudely hand-drawn, like, Playboy-style pinups on the wall. Korshrin and, and Sid are, are sitting there looking over plans of various airships. You notice the maps are kind of bloody. Looks like maybe they're taken by force. They're just kind of, like, talking through the various options where it's like, okay, well, yeah, you know, if it's this kind of ship, it's going to take this much, blah, blah, blah. If not, maybe it's this one. They're just kind of going through their options. Did I notice a lock on the door? No, it's open. I mean, they're the crew bosses, so the door's open. When I look on the other side of the door, like, from the outside, is there mm. anything that, you know, could fall over so it could trap them in? There's shelves kind of lining all the walls with sort of various gears and stuff. I mean, a lot of the tools are stored up here. You can see a vault in the corner. Okay, I'm going to pop out of Audle, mm-hmm. back into Doddle, and so I relay everything that I saw, and I'm like, here's what we're going to do. People typically don't like rats. I can cause a distraction. And then you guys pass the hound, lock them in, and we get everybody out. And then I set it on fire. We want to own this business, so we can't have you burn the business to the ground or we don't have the safe house anymore, remember? Okay, well, we could probably just go ahead and kill them or something. They seem like two really shitty people, so I vote we make them open the vault. I get my money back. (laughs) (laughs) We split up everything else amongst ourselves and every goblin equal shares. Mm -hmm. 
Distribute the wealth. And then we murder them and form a stronger union. Is everybody in we'll for have, that plan? We'll have a workshop with no employers. <laughs> the union dream. All right, everybody hands in. Hands in. Hands in. I put, a, I put a hand in. I don't like killing, but it's necessary. They're, they're torturous slavers. I feel you. It's yeah, okay. Okay, let's kill them. Quinny? Quinny reluctantly puts his hand in. New friends? Jerry. Okay, yeah. Okay, and then we all just really quietly, just like one, two, three. Junior Jays. We all say a different thing that doesn't link up. <laughs> okay, I think what we can do for the wall, Quinny, you're the sneakiest of us. And I'm imagining with the workshop going in the background that there's probably like some consistent pounding sound yep, coming totally. out of it. If we have Quinny work his way to make a gap in the wall, but sync up with the pounding so there's no sound in the yard kind of thing. Is there anything that would keep us from climbing over the top? Nope. Uh, I've oh. got some rope. Throw me over this wall. Okay, that makes a hell of a lot more sense. Are you ready for the dog? How are you going to hound this? I'll try beast speech. Cool. This makes a hell of a lot of sense. Okay, so we're going to fastball special Quinny. <laughs> uh, how tall is the wall? Eight feet. Oh, I just take him in my yeah. hands and I just hold him up as high as I can <laughs> and he can climb to the top of the wall himself. I don't know yeah. if I can throw him. This right. is the slow ball special. <laughs> Quinny, you drop up and over the wall, you land silently, and you see a dog closing in on you. Beast speech kicks in mm-hmm. as a free thing, and I say, uh, hold it there, friend. Hey, what? I'm here on official business. Health what? inspector. What? Health inspector? Oh, yeah. We weren't expecting any inspections today. Well, I heard there were rats around here. Rats? Some dog's not doing his job. Oi, I saw that one earlier. He got inside the workshop. Couldn't stop. Not my fault. Mm, you let him get past you, huh? Yeah, just don't tell the union. Well, you know, all right. Uh, look, I've got a couple associates here that have also found a, uh, a little gap in the wall's defenses here. Well, and that's I take gonna out my be, clipboard again. <laughs> that's going to be another, uh, another mark against you, I'm afraid. Now, I can look the other way if you allow my associates and I to carry on undisturbed, because... This is kind of a little bit of a tense interaction here that I don't really care for. Oh, well, maybe you got an old treat, huh? Maybe I a mean, treat. Maybe I'd I like do. A treat. Who wants a treat? Who's got treats? Who wants a treat? I, uh, maybe me. Who wants a treat? I like a Does treat. Does this guy want a treat? I, I like a treat. And then I, I, I cough loudly, and then I gently lob the bag of treats I took off the dead goblin over the fence for Quinny to catch. And like, I'm just my hand just like <laughs> is, is open, and I just fall into my open hand like, I have a treat. Oh, very <laughs> much. So I've taken one in, and I say, who wants it? I, I, I would like the treat. Who wants the treat? I would. If you consider me a good boy, perhaps I could have the treat. And I say, go get the treat. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, as, as he runs away, I just hear him go, dear diary, finally <laughs> happened for me. Yeah. I pick Doddle up and hold Doddle over the wall. Juniper just gets like interlaced finger like boost. The co-op yeah, video okay. game yeah. fingerlaced yeah. boost. Yeah. And I'm 6'4", so I just put Goblin Jr. over my shoulders, jump and grab it and lift myself over. <laughs> Great. So you all land on the other side of the wall. If the dog could salute in a non-Goblin Jr. way, he would. And Goblin Jr. kind of like salutes him back. You're free to approach the workshop. I look at Quinny and I'm like, we've got the upstairs thing. Do you think you could climb up to the roof and see if there was a way into the office that didn't require you to storm through the floor? Yeah, sure. Oh, wait, 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 I go invisible. Oh my God, where the fuck did she go? Okay, we need to do something fast because this is going to go terribly. Go to the roof. We're going to wait for the distraction. I don't know where she is. Uh, All right, let's fast track this. Throw me onto the roof. Juniper, okay, so I'm going to give Quinny a, now it's the fastball special to try to get onto the roof. And Juniper and I will take a position on like either side of the front door. Yes. Can you roll an athletics check to toss Quinny? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you advantage because you're like lovingly staring at him in in very much like a dirty dancing like. Oh my God, that's how I do it. I have him run towards me and then I dirty dancing him up and to the roof. Yeah, great. I'll give you advantage. 16. He did have the time of his life. 
and he owes it all to you. You get tossed up onto the roof, Quinny. You land epically like a superhero pose. Awesome. And butthole is oh, just fucking knees. <laughs> just thinking about how handsome you are, how becoming that cloth eye patch is. Yeah. And then I just like gesture Jerry towards us. And I'm like, when we storm for the room, get the goblins outside so they're safe. Got it. And then I look to Goblin Jr. And I'm like, I want you in this fight, but I'm really worried that hound is going to attack the goblins. I need you to go with Jerry and keep the goblins safe. Snarf, snarf. Okay, so Doddle, you're invisible. Where are you going? (laughs) (laughs) All the goblins stop and look up and kind of look around for who's humming. Oh, they go up to the top of the stairs. And you said there was bookshelves and stuff. Yep. I'm going to take the bookshelf and push it over. So it's blocking the door. Can you roll me an athletics check, please? Bet I can. Eleven. You can, again, use your advantage if you want. <gasps> if you want. I do want. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not better? No, this is a six. Donald, you go to pull the bookshelf down. Um, this is going so great. It's very heavy. It's made of metal. Instead, you just manage to pull a bunch of toolboxes down on yourself, <laughs> which breaks your concentration. You become <gasps> visible, and you take three points of damage. Oh, my God. That could have done better. Wait, why am I rolling? Three points of damage. <laughs> Corshin looks up and he's like, oh shit, dissatisfied customer. And he pulls a wrench out of his belt and stands up and rushes at you. <laughs> Roll initiative. Oh my God. Just her. I guess she hasn't, uh, she hasn't yelled for help yet, so we don't know what's happened. We yes. just heard clanging, which could be part of the room. So Juniper and I and Jerry and Goblin Jr. don't well, know I imagine all. you guys are like standing outside the door being like, we are ready. We're ready for something distracting. Quinny, I'll say you're close enough that you can hear that okay. shit got real. This is 17. 11 for Quinny. You just wait. Her signal's going to be really clear. <laughs> all right, uh, Doddle, you're up. You have an orc rushing at you holding what looks to be a magic wrench. Doddle is going to look up at the form of her destructor and just yell, ah! And then hold her arms <laughs> up and lightning bolt. Cool. So do you need to roll to hit with that? What's what's the deal on lightning bolt? Struggle in the form of a hundred a hundred feet long and five feet wide blasts yeah. out of you from a direction you choose. Each creature in that line must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes eight d six lightning damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. The lightning ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. You scream that and you throw lightning and like time slows as Corshawn's running at you and like Sid standing up like pulling out a sword and it's like one of those like weird Gregorian like and lightning just blasts out dominate uh, and he um, he's lit up neither of them managed to save the entire office bursts into flames as their carefully hand drawn naked lady posters go up in flames so go ahead and roll your damage Jesus 30 Christ that's pretty good <laughs> I panicked can I also look at the other goblins and yell scare <laughs> they all look out, uh, up at you and they go, the Void Walker. Oh, God. From outside, you hear, walk Voidinson. Uh, she blew it. Uh, <laughs> wherever we are, we will go yeah, through the you, door you now. Can roll, yeah. You guys can roll initiative. 11. I, I rolled a nat one. I'm like, nah, I think she needs another minute. <laughs> <laughs> Let her finish. Let her finish. Yeah, uh, I just started doing a Kanye West rant. And then I realize I have two arms and the bad guys have two arms. <laughs> we are the same and not that different. <laughs> okay, Quinny. I definitely hear that. Oh, yes. I've been tying off some rope to probably a chimney or something up here. And Mm -hmm. I'm just going to see if I can just John McClane your way. Just rappel down the building and in through a window. Do the John McClane special. Um, All right. Roll me an acrobatics, please. 20. You jump. You do one of those cool like midair twists. Uh, You come back around feet forward you smash through the window and as you're going in in slow motion you see two men being like lit up by lightning bolts and like the room is on fire 
and Doddle is just screaming, shooting lightning out of her hands. I feel like Troy coming back to the apartment with the pizzas. Yeah. Just Ooh, pr- pretty much. <laughs> so do you go for Sid or Korshan? Sid is still hanging back, right? Yeah. I'll go for Korshan then, just for the uh, the sneak attack sure. advantage that it would give me. And I will uh, summon forth Frostbite, mm-hmm. and I'll, uh, I'll activate the poison on it as well. All right. That's a nat one, but I get to reroll ones because I'm lucky. So that is a dirty 20. Dirty 20 will hit. I'm going to need most of those dice back. <laughs> 37. As you smash through the window, everything's going crazy. You pull Frostbite out for the first time. And as your eyes flash a demonic color, you just drive it straight through his heart. He kind of spins as he walks. He's still like being electrocuted. <laughs> um, his body goes through the window, falls flaming down into the floor. We hear everyone go... Yay, but also Voidwalker. Then the goblins are all trying to run and they're like desperately trying to break their chains. And I'll say like, everybody cool it. <laughs> that brings us to Sid, who's standing up and he's like, Kosharan, no. Uh, and he's going to rush at you with his rapier. He's going to take three swings. He's like doing that kind of like running through the fire, overly dramatic sword fight thing where he's just taking like three big swishes. Okay. What's your AC right now? Uh, 16. He will miss with all three. He is devastatingly sad about everything that's going on. So he misses you with all three. His turn sucked. That brings us to Juniper. Well, I don't much like this person swinging at Quinny, so I'm just going to go all in. Barreling up the stairs. Yeah, I've got my sword in one hand, shield in the other, and I'm just taking them like three at a time and just want to do two efficient, quick jabs. Right into, let's say his gut. What do you yell as you do it? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and roll. First one will be 25 to hit. Yes. Second second will be 27 to hit. No. I'm kidding. It's yes. That's 12 slashing damage. And then I'll give a shove with my shield as well. Trying to shove him out the window? Yeah, just to follow his friend. So what do you need to roll? So it's in strength or acrobatics contest. Okay. <laughs> Not one. Oh. Damn, he rolled a four. So you got to push him, but he sidesteps it, even though his, his gut is bleeding badly. He looks pretty fucked up, uh, which brings us to Butthole. I'm going to go inside and send Jerry to start freeing the goblins from the chains and chilling them the fuck out. Goblin Jr. is going to stay at the door to watch for the hound. He's like, don't worry, my friends. The Void Walker fights with us. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about, Jerry? He's like, my fellow Jerry's. Listen to me. I am Jerry Jerryson. I have been set free. And today we unionize. And they're like, but what? He's like, shut up. And he fires a bolt into the ceiling. He's like, we work with them now. And the Void Walker is our champion, I guess. I'm sorry about all your families. Uh, and Smash cut back upstairs. Yeah, and I just yell, Freaky Friday, as I run past them all. Uh, and everyone goes, oh, Freaky Friday. Yeah. So I go up the stairs again. Then I'm just swinging around to have this fight. So I burst in and I've got my shield and my hammer. So I'm sprinting in. Instinctually, I draw a spiritual hammer because that's just like a bonus action. It just appears behind him to take its shot. Let's see if it will hit. 13. No dice. That's fine because it was really just a distraction. Poking him in the butt with the haft of the hammer because I'm coming in from the front. I've got Moonlight Bringer in my hand, and I hate slavery. So this is like ruthless but intelligent butthole. I'm not going for the head because we need to stop this guy, but I can bring him back from the dead if I don't ruin that head. So my whole goal is just to pulp his torso. Oh, So I'm swinging for the torso. First shot, 
15 on the first hit. No dice. But that's okay. I miss with the first hit and then do a full 360 to bring the weight of the hammer around. Do you like that Hagar thing from Final Fight where you're just spinning around in a circle? <laughs> I look like I'm trying to do hammer throw at the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. 22 yep, to hit. That works. Great. That one will also be powered by Moonhammer with the farts on the back end. Do you want to say that you literally do hammer throw like Juniper ducks and you just toss it? We'll count it as a melee attack, but you know. Just yeah, I'm totally it. down with that. Yeah. Great. So I managed to hit him with the hammer throw. And while it's flying straight towards him, a butt appears yep, at the bottom left and blasts Yay. it forwards even faster. So it does. 12 damage. You see his chest invert and he's thrown Ooh. back against the wall and he hits it and it's like dropping a juice box. Like just viscera and guts spray out behind him. And are quickly baked on the flaming wall. And as he falls to his knees, he's like, my only regret is being a slave. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm going to run over to the corpse and I want to kick his weapons away. And then I want to lay a hand on him as I'm tying his other hands uh, and revive him back he from the dead. <gasps> and then if I can, because I'm speed doing this, I'm like, don't let him move, Quinny. And I run downstairs to the other guy and I just like pat out the flames kick his weapon away, <laughs> and then I start tying his hands while I revive him. Uh, he wakes up and he's like, ugh! I haul him up, then I bring him upstairs as well. Then I look at the others in the room, and I'm like, Quinny, you should stay for this. Juniper, Doddle, I like you both very much. And I you're like both you too, but, but very what? good people. So what Thank I would you. like you to do is go downstairs. We need these goblins to feel safe and like they're with us. If you could go around and just get them all their own dagger so that they all feel like they're not threatened by us. I want them so they've got their knife so they know that we're not like the new masters kind of thing. Because slaves never get to have weapons. So go help Jerry free them and get those knives and Quinny and I will stay up here. Maybe it might be a better idea if somebody that doesn't look like somebody that genocide. Oh, yeah. Did you say you could make yourself look like a halfling? Yes, but I mean, Why don't you do that? Up. Yeah, but at the same time, you don't want to be in this room for the next minute or two this Why? is i'm gonna do bad things and you're gonna like me less and you're gonna like you less than if you leave this room to go help the goblins oh okay do you know what they've seen quinny but they probably can't see quinny now so maybe you make yourself look like quinny and go down and help them as quinny here put this on and i take my cloak off and i put it over your shoulders and i bring the hood up over your head and i gently remove your large spectacles and fold them up and i put them in your front pocket you okay like that you okay handling daggers like that? It should be okay. She's like squinting. Okay, <laughs> Juniper, look after her uh, down um, there, okay? Yeah, it's okay? I got this. I believe in myself. Are you going to turn yourself into Quinny or are you just going to wear the cloak? Is there a mirror in the room? <laughs> you just start I, smashing you know your head up. Mirror. You know Fuck it. I go to one of the picture frames holding the... Sure, yep. And I'm like, yeah, th- I think I... I don't look like a goblin in a Quinny cloak at all. I think I look pretty good. Wow, I, look re- I think I look really good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and I go downstairs. I want to hear your best Quinny as you try and rally these troops. <laughs> uh, hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Juniper's just standing there. <laughs> oh, hi, guys. My name is Quinny. Um, I like cities. I was raised on a farm. And I, just, I, and just, I have a demon that talks to me. In my I, head I, I just put my hand just on your shoulder and just kind of slowly like just push you back to just break behind me. How'd I do? Shh. How'd I do? Bye, Quinny. You did great. No, just quiet. Oh, okay. Meanwhile, upstairs, I bring Quinny over with me. I don't want us to get too far into this before declaring that I do use Frostbrand's ability to put out all fires. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> cool. Good move. I like that it's cold now. So we've got these two. We quickly gag them both. And I'm like, we're going to have a conversation now because A, you're slavers, which I hate so much. And you're going to hell where I have like a really good friend who can make you have a bad time. 
So let me be clear. You probably think I'm just some guy, but I am butthole farch. And I am the heir to a car. And I am the leader of House Farch, so justice has found you. I'm going to give you one chance for one of you to have a slightly better death than the other. Whoever can tell me the key to this vault, they get to die very fast. And whoever doesn't gets to die very horribly. Nod your head if you're going to tell me how to open that vault. They, they look at each other. It's like a Bonnie and Clyde, like at the end look where it's like, we're in this together, right? And then they both turn and immediately start nodding. <laughs> and I look at Sid and I say, I know you're not the torturer, so I'm going to let you have this chance. And I reach down and I just take his gag out, the combination. Rum tum. Okay. And I look to Quinny and I'm like, go try rum tum. This makes sense. It is a rum tum tumbler lock. <laughs> Oh, my God. You left it on the factory settings. Uh, I put the gag back in place, and I'm like, Quinny, take a look. And I'll try Rum Tum. Yep. It opens. What are we looking at, Quinny? Butthole, your 4,000 gold is in there, along with about 2,000 more gold just kind of randomly scattered about. As well, there are deeds with other local municipalities and some further places of field for skilled labor. It seems that they've been exporting the jerrys to other cities to help build TikTok work. And you can see that, like, Sid has basically filled out all this paperwork and has agreed to, like, send all the things. And they've been basically trafficking in these goblins. So I'm going to take my cash. Quinny, I'll have you just collect the rest because we've got an idea that's there. We'll go through the deeds later. And I come back out and I heft Moonlight Bringer. And I say, it's time for justice to be done. And I just stove in Sid's head so he's dead instantly. And then I look out the window over the floor of the factory and I just say, I'm going to need all the goblins upstairs. Juniper, (laughs) Doddle. Stay where you are. This one's not for you. But uh, you just said you want all the, the goblins upstairs, Quinny. Oh, that's true. Do you know what? Quinny, you should stay down there. Uh, Doddle, you stay up with me. And I do air quotes because I'm getting confused now. But <laughs> I'm looking at you like, what the what? The, I mean, Goblin she, Jr. points at himself. She's like, Quinny. And I'm like, no, you're good. Go check with that hound. I'd like if we could bring him on board rather than having to have this be hostile. Uh, so when the goblins come up, I just show them that Sid's dead. And I say, House Farch believes in justice and justice requires fairness for the people you all have daggers and this is Corsham, who i've been told has tortured you he may leave at your behest he may die here at your behest we will step downstairs and you will do the justice that you believe is necessary and i walk out <laughs> and i'll say yeah and also walk out. <laughs> well, I'll go back out the window because I want to get my rope back. <laughs> a few minutes later, a few dark, dark minutes later, Corsham steps out of the office, feeling his like burnt body and kind of like looking back in horror. And he quietly walks down the stairs and starts walking towards the door. I'm going to actually walk over to him. Mm-hmm. He's burned or some shit? Well, just from the fire, really. Like, they, they didn't touch him. I'm going to lay a hand on his shoulder, and I want to cast Cure Wounds so that I can get him back to 100%. I'll cast whatever level sure. that requires. May I go upstairs and just check on the goblins real quick? Yep. You walk up, and they're all, like, consoling each other, and there's, there's a lot of tears. But they clearly feel that they don't want blood on their hands from this. They don't want to become as bad as he is. Downstairs, I look at him and I say, they decided that you deserve a second chance. Use it well. Leave this town. Don't come back here ever again. And then I let him walk. He walks off into the night. 
Guys, we got a junkyard! <laughs> this episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons' artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings. I am the modestly handsome obituary writer of this fetching town of Crestfall, Idaho, and this is Death by Dying. Death is exhausting. And so, after a long day of funeral attending, I had retired to my apartment to get some shut-eye. I loosened my Versace tie and changed into my Egyptian silk pajamas. Are you the detective in town? No, I'm the obituary writer. Really? Someone said you solve murder cases. Murder? I'm Charlotte, by the way. Forgive me, but I haven't gotten past the murder part. Charlotte, the friend I now have, is staying in the apartment above her Aunt Lillian's bookshop. She was my aunt. She was all I had growing up. I need to know why she's gone. Murder is the spice of life. I knew just who I had to see. The Angel of Death. We have become friends over the years. Careful. Death is ever-present. Her pet, the button-eyed raven, moaned inconsolably as usual. Your friends are abandoning you, one by one. You write about death, O.W. But how much do you know about what it feels like to lose someone? The shadow in the dark woods is making its way into Crestfall. Listen to Death by Dying on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher.